Blog Talk Radio.
on this beautiful, beautiful Sunday evening right here on Glorious Gospel Vibes with your host, Evangelist Globy Pope. Oh, Sister Benjamin Peppercorn is in the house. How's everybody doing? Mr. D is out today. I just wanted to let you know. How's everybody doing this beautiful day? Let, let me tell y'all something. Why is Mr. D out? Evangelist, tell me why Mr. D not in the house. And where is uh, the Bishop Reverend Doctor and all his name? Oh, uh, Dukes. You know, because, you know, it's Christmas time. Everybody will be on, on part. Okay, but okay, that's why they on point. They all preaching Christmas stuff in church. I go to church. Well, at the church on the on the on the app ways or on the on, online, what they call it, online. You know, because a lot of churches are not open, but people still celebrating Christmas. And see, that's what we're gonna be talking about today: the meaning of Christmas, why we celebrate it, and what is all around the. All of the trees and the lights and what's all going on when all this is going Because, you know, a lot of people just getting totally out of the season feeling. I'm telling you, it's a feeling. It's just a, a warm feeling. We should have that year round. But we don't. But so since they, they picked the day, let's go on and have a good time. Let's have a nice uh, holiday season. Oh, it's so sad. Some people so sad. And, you know, and I, we understand why a lot of people say it. It's a lot of people leaving here. And they're leaving here because of a pandemic that has taken the United States of America and all around the world. So that's why I feel we should uplift and encourage one another, even though we do this, to do this every day that we breathe. Let it not be lingering in this holiday season. So before we get crunk up, we're going to pray. So let's pray right now. Heavenly Father, Father, we just thank you and praise you for the many blessings that you have bestowed upon us this day and all the days before. Father, we thank you for another year of Christmas. We thank you for another year of being alive, being able to breathe, being healthy and strong, and most of all, being a Christian. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to touch the people that's listening to uh, this broadcast. We ask you to touch our, touch our hosts, even the ones that's absent today, Lord God. We ask you to touch everybody. Uplift them. Encourage, Lord God. Let them be encouraged in their heart and in their mind, Father, because there's so much to be uh, down and depressed about, and we want to curse that spirit of depression right now, and we ask you, Lord, to strengthen each and every person that's grieving and have and that's sorrowful in their hearts right now in the name of Jesus, and heal and deliver each and every person that's laying in these hospital beds right now, Lord God. We send forth Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Rapha to take care of doing what he said he would do. If you only you would believe that the healing is within you, you shall be healed. In the name of Jesus. And I just say thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen, baby. Well, Sister Peppercorn, we got we got to run this thing today. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're we going to run it today. And let me tell y'all listeners something. You know, Sister Peppercorn, she she gonna get her gifts, and so all of y'all that say y'all gonna give me a gift, I just wanna throw this out here. All of y'all that say y'all gonna bring me some gifts, y'all need to go on drop them off by my crib. Y'all know where I live, on by my crib, and all y'all that don't know where I live, uh, hit me on the down low, hit me on the uh, and I give it to you, cause you know, I, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. I can't just dish out my address to everybody, cause I don't wanna shoot nobody, cause they if they come on, uh, announced. It's going to be some shots going off. Oh, Lord. Oh. <laughs> no, no. Don't, don't, don't say that. Don't say that. No, it's going to be some shots. I'm not, you know, I'm just letting them know. I'm just throwing it out there. Just in case they don't know. Now nah, they know. Okay. So, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go. We're going to go, be talking about Jesus all day today because, see, that's the reason for the season. And I know a lot of people just think about uh, presents and all this kind of stuff. But, baby, Jesus is the reason. For the season, every day. What do you say? <laughs> His name is Jesus. Read him in the house right now. We have come once again to the time of the year where we celebrate. Let's clap 
He is our every good and perfect thing that came to earth. God in his in flesh come to earth to save our sinful souls. I tell y'all who I just thank him and I just thank thank God for the birth, for him coming in the flesh to bless me, to bless you, to bless each and every one of us because uh, of us that are Christians. Because you know, if you don't believe that he did, then I, I, I don't know what else to say. It's all right because you'll have your day. But every knee is going to bow. Every tongue is going to confess that Jesus is the Lord of this world. So I'm just going to let you know. Woo, 
But we're gonna talk a little bit about a little bit about a few things now. We want to talk about the true origin of Christmas because you know a lot of people don't even know what Christmas was or is. Where did Christians originate? From the Bible or paganism? Is what what is the real origin of Santa Claus and the mistletoe and the Christmas trees and the holy wreaths and the custom of exchanging the gifts and loving on one another? What, what many are concerned about putting Christ back into Christmas. Because they done took him out. It's happy holidays now. What's going on? Every year after Thanksgiving, most people' thoughts turn to Christmas. And I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, uh, it's a, a young man named David Pack that uh, wrote uh, something on this very specific subject. And I'm gonna use some of his stuff, but I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just baffled about why. Christ was taken out of Christ Mass, which Christ, what they call Christmas now, but Christ Mass, which was which was supposed to be the meaning of Christmas. Okay, every year, you know, after Thanksgiving, like I was saying, everybody get ready to to uh, turn their mind and thoughts over that it's Christmas is coming. It's the time when uh, everybody that loves Christmas or, or celebrate Christmas as Christians are supposed to focus on Jesus Christ. After all. It is the Christ Mass season. Mm-hmm. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the Holy Reefs, the decorated trees, mistletoe, the uh, season greetings and the music, the chestnuts roasting on an open fire, kind of stuff, Santa Claus. They're all associated with this holiday. And these are all, these things bring warmth and feelings and love into our hearts as we celebrate it. And those are for those that do celebrate it. We are anxious for Christmas because it looks like only time we can really love one another and and be fake sometimes, you know, real fake. Because you gonna give somebody a gift you ain't seen all year, but it's Christmas time. Hmm. Okay. Because when I was young, we grew up. With, you know, my mother and father, you know, taught us that about Christmas. We kept Christmas as a holiday in our household. We had all the trimmings. We had all the lights. The Christmas tree, the gifts, and on the 24th, which was Christmas Eve, as we celebrated, celebrated, grew with every passing minute. We couldn't wait for Santa Claus to come down the chimney and bring us some gifts. Okay, our parents taught us that. And after we went to bed on Christmas Eve, we couldn't ever, we couldn't even sleep. We we wanted to get up early to see what Santa had brought us. Christmas was thought is thought by most. To be a wonderful time, focusing on participants of giving and family togetherness and the music, the decoration, like I was talking about. But now, everybody now tells us there's no such thing as Santa Claus. Okay, it might have been a Santa Claus. We don't know. Our parents taught us that. Well, well, you know, we didn't want to disagree with them because we was getting gifts. (laughs) Why would we disagree with them? But why do people think that Christmas is wonderful? It certainly felt wonderful to us when we were young, and it still feels good to me. I still love Christmas time, the season, and the love and the joy. That we didn't doubt them. They were merely teaching us that what parents had taught them, what their parents taught them. So we never questioned the origin of Christmas back then. Most never reflect on why they believe what they believe or do what they do. We live in a world filled with customs, but every but the few ever seek to understand the origin of it. We generally accept them without question. Most people basically do whatever people want us to do. But we're going to get back to this because I want to, I really want to dig more into why. Why have we taken Christ out of Christmas? What? Why do we celebrate it? Do anybody know? Well, let's see though Green tell us a little bit about why Mary, did you know that your baby, Jesus, would do all this for us? Oh, my goodness. That's a, it's a wonderful thing. Y'all need to check it out right here. Oh, glorious. God's bye-bye. Mary, my betrothed, you have the most beautiful eyes I've ever seen and the sweetest smile. Don't be afraid. I'm the Lord's servant. Help us! 
please! Lady, I believe your son is the promised king of his people. What is his name? His name is Jesus. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? Did you Uh, uh, school, the school board there, 
they banned all of the uh, negativity of other of Christmas scenes and school property because they felt it, it was going to violate the separation of church and state. They were challenged in court when I raised parents opposed them feeling that Christmas was being stolen from their children in the community. The board lost that case. The citizens had con- contended that Christmas was a worldwide tradition, that it was not part of a, and transcended religion, and it was deemed to be secular, a part of virtually all cultures worldwide. The court decision affirmed that Christmas had no Christ or Christian roots. Oh, what you talking about? Oh, they ain't going to work. However, wait a minute, however. The court's opinion also noted that the Bible reading and prayer obviously are associated with Christianity. So, a remarkable admission. The court concluded that Christmas keeping and the manager scene and the manager, manger scenes could remain because they were not really part of either Christianity or religion, but prayer and Bible reading, which are must remain excluded from the schools. Can have that. God, I don't know. I done told y'all every knee going to bow, every tongue going to confess. I don't know. I'm telling you why they choose not to believe. Okay, so now we're wondering how did even that even come up? The earliest reference to Christmas being marked on December 25th comes from the second century after Jesus' birth. And it is considered likely that the first Christmas just celebrations were in reaction to the Roman, you know, Saturnalia, a harvest festival that marked the winter solace, the return of the sun, and honored Saturn, the god of sowing. That's what back then. And Saturnalia was a rowdy time, much opposed by the more austere leaders among the still minority Christian sect. Christmas developed, one scholar says, as a means of replacing worship of the Son with worship of the Son, Jesus Christ. Okay. But by 529 A.D., after Christianity had become the official state religion of Roman Empire, the Emperor Justinian made Christmas a civic holiday. And the celebration of Christmas reached its peak. Some would say its worst moment in the medieval period when it became a time of conspicuous, uh, uh, conspicuous and consumption and of equaled rivalry. Consider these quotes from the Catholic Encyclopedia. Christmas was not among the earliest festivals of the church. So I'm just wondering, okay, so when, okay, back then, way back then, the first evidence of the feast was from Egypt, some more pre-pagan stuff. It was a pagan custom, that's what they say, around the January calendar which gravitated to Christmas under the natal day origin. An early Catholic writer wrote this. He said, in the scriptures, no one is recorded to have kept a feast or held the great banquet on his birthday. What? It, it was only sinners, they said. Only sinners. Like Pharaoh and Herod, who made great rejoicings over the day on which they were born into this world. You know, they were talking about day. Okay, but I'm going to let y'all know, there's no mistake in the origin of the modern Christian celebration. Many additional sources could be cited, and we will return to this later, but I'm telling y'all, there is no mistake. We celebrate Christmas because of Christ, Jesus Christ, Christ Jesus in us as being a Christian. In a, if you're not a Christian and you're still celebrating Christmas, what are you celebrating? Why are you celebrating? Why? Why just to feel good? Can Christ be honored at Christmas? Is that the question? Can you answer that for me? Was Christ born on December 25th? No, we don't know. We really don't. We don't know what day he was born. We gonna come back to that. I gotta come back. Y'all know I got to come back to that. Oh, Emmanuel, we need you. Jesus, help us, Lord.
Back to what we were talking about earlier, and I'm gonna tell y'all a little some, 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 some. I I love Christmas because it it does make me feel nice and makes me feel good, and I like to feel good year round, not just Christmas. God didn't say that we 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 are supposed to celebrate one day and bless the Lord on that day only. No, because he was born. He wants us to do this every year. And to him, to God himself, he didn't like that. He didn't like Christmas to be a time when we just celebrated Christ. That was not what he intended for us to do or be. The most common justifications that one will hear regarding Christmas is that people have replaced old pagan customs and intents by Asserting that they are now focusing on Christ, and that's not what God wanted and intended us to do. And I've heard men say that they are honoring Christ just for that day, just to you know, just to keep Him in mind on this day. No, not on this, just on this day. We can't do it because God did not intend for that to happen. The problem is that God does not say that it's acceptable, it's acceptable to him. Actually, he plainly commands against it. Keeping Christmas and dishonor to him, he said, it, it dishonors Christ. I'm sorry. And he considers everything about it to be an abomination. And we soon will see why. I don't keep Christmas because I want to just honor Christ on that day. I honor Christ every day. But since we're in, we're human and we're in this earth and I know this world, and they celebrate it, it just makes it even more beautiful the rest of the year round. Christ said, but in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines and commandments of men. That's Matthew 15, chapter 9, verse. Christmas is not a command of God. It is a tradition of men. Christ continues Full well, you reject the commandment of God that you may keep your own tradition. Mark 79. Every year throughout the world, on December 25th, hundreds of millions do just that. And, and, and God commands, follow not the way of the heathen. But most people do not fear God, and He allows them to make their own decisions. Human beings are free for agents, free to obey or disobey God. But woe to those who know the plain word of Be like the heathen. Don't be like the pagan. Don't be pagan. Don't make this a pagan uh, day or a pagan holiday because you just want to feel good on that one day. Come on, we be better than that. Christ was born in the fall of the, of the year. That's what it says. Many have mistakenly believed he was born around the beginning of winter, December 25th. They are wrong. We don't. I think. 
it was custom among the Jews to send out their sheep to the deserts about the Passover, early spring, and bring them home at the commencement of the first rain. The first rains began in early to mid-fall, continuing with this same quote. During the time they were out, the shepherds watched them right and day. Watched them night and day, I'm sorry. And the first rain began uh, in the early month of March, which was which answers the part of our October to November begins sometime in October. We find that the sheep were kept out in the open country during the whole summer. And as, and as these shepherds had not yet brought home their flock, it is a presumption argument that October had not yet commenced. And that consequently, our Lord was not born on No, with no flock were out in the field, nor could he have been born later that September, and as the flocks were still in the field at night, on this very ground, the nativity in December should be given up. The feeding of the flocks by night in the field is chronologically fact. It's a chronological fact. Okay, but it is not going to say that this person, you know, I guess going by the, uh, a different calendar that Christ was born around March or April, first of April. Luke two and eight say explains that when Christ was born and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. Note that they were abiding in the field. This never happened both Israel ten, nine thirteen and Song of Solomon two and eleven Showed that winter was the rainy season and shepherds could not stay on cold, open fields at night. Well, numerous encyclopedias and books and plain, you know, plain to state that Christ was not born on December 25th. The Catholic Encyclopedia directly confirms this. In all likelihood, Christ was born in the fall. A lengthy technical explanation would prove this point. But since when would Nowhere near Christ's actual birthday. Where did the festival associated with this day come from? We read this quote under Christmas. In the Roman world of the Saturday, December 17th was a time of merry making and exchanging gifts. December 25th was also regarded as the birthday of the Iranian mystery god Mithra, the son of righteousness. Ah. What that be about? See, that's what I'm trying to tell y'all. They got this up. This all kind of cracked up. And on the Roman New Year, January 1st, houses were de- decorated with greenery and lights, and gifts were given to children and the poor. These observations and these uh, observances were added in German and Celtic Yule rites when the, the uh, Teutonic tribes penetrated into Gaul, Britain. Central Europe, food and good fellowship, the Yule log, the Yule cakes, the greenery, the fur, the trees, the gifts, the greetings, all com- uh, com- uh, commemorated different aspects of this festive season. Fire and light, stumbles and warmth, the last of life have also been associated with winter festivals. Both were pagan, both pagan and Christian. I don't even like to associate Christian with no pagan. I don't understand. But this is what they write in these books that people are all, you know, different people believe in. It may be true, it may not be true. We don't know when Christ's birthday was, actually. The December 25th, they say, was not selected because it was the birth of Christ or because it was even near it. It was selected because it coincided with the idolatrous pagan festival Saturnalia. And this celebration must be carefully examined. In, in any event, we do not know the exact date of Christ's birth, like I said. While Christ certainly, while God certainly uh, could have made it known, he chose to hide it from the will of God. So don't worry about what day he was going on. Celebrate him every day. We're not worried about it. God is good. 
and his mercy endure forever. And, it, and when he came down here and blessed us by life and a new life and a new identity, we are blessed. So I just want to put that out there. It ain't a, stop worrying about what did Christ. Serve him from January 1st to December 31st. Every year is Christmas. Every year should be Christmas. We're going to get back to that. Oh, someone asked, well, so what about the Santa myth? Uh, I don't know a whole lot about it, but we can tap into that too. What you talking about? <laughs> you on glorious gospel vibe. And we're gonna do, we're gonna bring it to we're gonna put Christmas in the arms of the Lord.
everyone raise your voice and sing to the Lord. Just sing. God, praise God, everybody, everybody, praise the Lord, I tell you. Well, I'm back and forth with this Christmas thing, you know, we getting a lot of people, you know, don't celebrate it. It's all right not to celebrate it. It's not going to take you to hell. If you if you celebrate it, and it's not going to put you in hell. It's believing in Christ Jesus, the, the, the death and resurrection and ascension of the Lord our God in the flesh. So don't it ain't gonna take you to hell if you believe in in in, in Christmas and in, in in Christ as as a symbol of Christmas. No, it's not. It's not. But why? Everybody want to know why do we exchange gifts and why do we give them? It's all it's all paying this type things. It's the things. These are things we do in this earth. That has nothing to do, actually, with what God has said in his word. It doesn't. Like I said, that just makes me feel good. But I serve Christ 365 days a year. It says, even, it said like every aspect of Christmas, the shocking truth is that even this supposed Christian custom does not come from the Bible. It is an irony that people love to believe that they are following the custom custom of the wise men given to Christ when actually they are giving also exclusively to each other. What hypocrisy. Christ is completely forgotten in this in this action. The Bible actually teaches that Christians should not keep birthdays. Actually, numerous scriptures make the that principle clear. However, what if you wanna you want you went to a birthday party that had been prepared for you and everybody gave gifts to each other and you were left out. See, it's, it's the same thing. It's what it seems like to to Jesus. So, you know, and to God, that's why he didn't like that, that, that way of doing things. But let's briefly return to the wise men who gave the gifts to Christ. The scripture described this in Matthew uh, second chapter of one through 11. And it says, now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem to, in Judea in the days of Aaron the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to J- Jerusalem saying, where is he that was born the king of the Jews? And when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened the treasures, they presented him gifts, gold, frankincense, and mirth. It is commonly supposed that these were birthday presents for baby Jesus, but is that, that's what the Bible say? No. It didn't say that. It, 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 it was important to note that they did give gifts to Jesus. They did not stand in his presence and exchange gifts among themselves and give them give to each other and then not give baby Jesus anything. 
The gifts were presented to him, yes. Also, they arrived well after his birthday, which, you know, <laughs> the, the wise men, the, the boy had, was what, one or two years old, two years old, something. This is another reason why this, this, this was not birthday presents. So it's a lot of things in surrounding Christmas, even the tree. Oh, even the tree. The, uh, about the Christmas tree. Okay, the explanation about that. We have touched on this with all directly focusing on other things. I'm telling you. Okay, I want to kind of give. Okay, I'm kind of, Okay, this is what it says. The origin of the Christmas tree, an old uh, Babylonian fable, told to of an evergreen tree which sprang out of a dead tree stump. The old stump symbolized the death, the death of Nimrod. The new evergreen tree symbolized that Nimrod had come to life again uh, in Thomas. Among the Druids of the earth was sacred. Among the Egyptians, tree. And in Rome, it was a fir, which was decorated with red berries during the Saturnalia. Okay. The Christmas tree really was a gift from Egypt. And it originated, uh, the original dates was from the period of, of the long in, uh, uh, interior to the Christian era. Did, and did you know this, women? The Christian tree long preceded Christianity. Most aspects of Christmas are not referred to in the Bible. Of course, the reason is that they are not from God, and they are not part of the way he wants people to worship him. That's what I'm trying to get to. This is not how God wants us to worship him on a daily basis, basis and just one day out of the week. No, he didn't want to do that. He wants you to do it on a daily basis. The Christmas tree, however, is directly mentioned in the Bible. And if you go to Jeremiah 10, chapter 2nd to 5th chapter, it says, Thus says the Lord. Learn not the way of the heathen, for the customs of the people are vain. For one cuts a tree out of the forest, the, the work of the hands of a workman with the axe. They deck it with silver and with gold. They fasten it to the nails and the, with hammers, that it move not. They are upright as a palm tree, but speak not. They must, they must needs be born, because they cannot go. Be not afraid of them. For they cannot do evil, neither also it is in them to do good. So what's the difference? What, what, what are we? Woo! Now that's heavy, then. Now that's heavy. Scripture of the morning Christmas tree is clear, y'all. God directly refers to it as the way of the heathen. Oh my Lord. Hmm. What would you think about that? Man cannot simply figure out God's ways for himself. That's why we need the Holy Ghost. That's why you got to believe in Jesus Christ. That's why you have grace. That's why. Stay hooked up and tied up in the Word of God because I'm telling you, you're going to need it. And for those that want to know who Jesus Christ is and what He what he's all about, it's not a, just a one day of Christmas, but it's every day that we breathe his, his, in his oxygen and let out his government outside. Every day. We should serve him, not just one day. I love Christmas time in the earth, but I love Christ more every day of my life. And if you want to know who Christ is and you want to be saved and you want to know who he is, I'm telling you, we can go through that right here, right now. We can, we can, I can take you through the salvation. And if you, and if we, you know, our time is short, but let me tell y'all this. All you say is, God, I believe. I, I say, repeat after me. Jesus, I believe with my mouth. God, I believe with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And since I believe, I ask for your forgiveness, and I repent of my sins this day. And today, I am saved. Hallelujah. I am saved this day. I want you to say that, and you go and you get in a Bible. You get your Bible. If you don't have one, you get your Bible. If you don't have one, you, you, y'all email me. Email me at gloriousgospelvibes at yahoo.com. And everybody that got saved today, just, just saying you, you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, I'll send you a gift. Text me. Email me. And I will get that to you. I want you to tell me that you got saved today. And you understood some of what I said, or if not all. You have a blessed day. 
We out of here. Sister Peppercorn is sitting here with her mouth hanging open, but that's all right. We love you. God bless you. And Merry Christmas to all and a Happy New Year.